Welcome to another informative episode of Alberta Doctors Digest, brought to you by the Alberta Medical Association. You've tuned in to one of the many stories from our online publication at add.albertadoctors.org. We're the flagship source of information and opinion of the Alberta Medical Association, advancing patient-centered quality care by advocating for and supporting physician leadership and wellness. Let's get started. Well, hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the Alberta Doctors Digest podcast brought to you by the Alberta Medical Association. As always, I'm your host, Marvin Polis, Editor-in-Chief of Alberta Doctors Digest. On this episode, we're going to talk about new building codes for doctor's offices across the province. Now, as of April 1st, 2019, the province of Alberta has changed its building code to improve the accessibility of doctor's offices for people with physical and auditory disabilities. The changes to the building codes make it easier for people with disabilities to enter the doctor's office and examination area. But it also makes examining a patient, especially a person with a physical disability, more appropriate for both patient and doctor. And right now I'm in Calgary. I'm at Calgary City Hall. And joining me is Dr. John Ladder, as well as Patrick Sweet. Patrick is a building safety code officer for the City of Calgary. And Dr. Ladder has been heavily involved with this issue for a number of years. Pat, let's start with you. What do these changes look like? Essentially, these changes are going to make it so that um, physicians have an easier time to examine patients and see them when they come to, uh, to, to seek their services. In what way is this going to make it easier? Uh, some of the big picture ways are you can expect the doorways required for um, doctor's offices and examination rooms to be slightly larger and also the uh, required turning radius for somebody in a wheelchair to turn around in a, a room or space. That'll be provided for in the office and also in the examining room. Some of the other things that this code change request entail include the provision of a power door operator on the entrance door to the medical office, as well as the, um, the lavatory, the sink within the physical examination room is at an accessible height for everybody. If a person, let's say a physician's in a wheelchair, they can actually use the sink in their very own examining room, as well as other people can obviously use it as well. But it would be the height of the lavatory, the power door operator, the physical mobility of the space. And what else? Yeah, so um, in addition to the, um, uh, the requirements there that make it easier for people to physically access the space, we are also looking for an assistive listening device in the doctor's office itself, which makes it a lot easier for somebody with um, a hearing disability to communicate with a physician or the admin staff in a doctor's office. Okay, now these building codes are actually already in effect, so does this mean that uh, doctors need to do renovations to their existing offices? No, certainly not. Um, this uh, new code that was written in, it came into the uh, 2019 National Building Code Alberta edition in April, but there's always a transition period with a new code. Its full implementation doesn't happen until December 1st now. We've got word from the Alberta Municipal Affairs that that's been extended to December 1st from its previous deadline. But even then, new codes only affect new constructions and significant renovations. So it's not retroactive. Um, existing offices and spaces don't have to be renovated on account of this. Okay, and just so we're clear, you represent the city of Calgary, but these building codes actually apply to the entire province, correct? That would be correct. Okay, and John, tell me what was the impetus for all of this? Now, the impetus for this was just recognizing uh, as a physiatrist who'd practiced here for several years and coming close to retirement to understand from our patients and, and others that 
not all doctors' offices were accessible. And at the time, here it was uh, late 2014, the idea was, is there a way to try and make sure that we can improve uh, access to doctors, not only doctors' offices, but also in the examining room? Is there enough space for a wheelchair to turn around, people to transfer appropriately? And it was really that in mind that uh, the section at the time was called Alberta Physiatry Association, but it's now a section of PMNR uh, for the Alberta Medical Association. They supported me in following up on the idea to try and make these changes. And I was lucky enough to be a member of the uh, Access Advisory Committee for the City of Calgary. That's how I met Patrick. I had the idea to say, how do we do this? But his expertise was clearly with the building code and between the two of us and working with, obviously, people in the uh, Alberta government and with the College of Physicians and Surgeons of Alberta and the Alberta Medical Association, over time, we were able to bring this to fruition. Now, this is a really great example of placing patients first. What did it take to make all of this happen? Clearly, it's a collaborative team effort. Uh, none, none of these things happen on their own. And so uh, we do acknowledge the, the great support of uh, Lynn Tsi and Paul Chang, uh, who are involved with the Alberta Municipal Affairs, with their hard work, and then the support of uh, Karen uh, Masaryk from the College of Physicians and Surgeons and Lyle Middlestead from the Alberta Medical Association, we were able to finally get this to fruition this spring. Now, you are a physician, a retired physician, as a matter of fact. You practiced for many decades. From your experience, why was this change really due? Well, from my personal experience, I had very many uh, patients who had trouble accessing doctor's offices. Just in the way it's set up, an awful lot of primary care physicians' offices weren't set up in the best way for people in wheelchairs or other disabilities. Uh, not to say that some specialist offices were not accessible as well. So it was really the concept of things changing in, in our culture and our environment that, and uh, hopefully pushing the idea that inclusivity is an important aspect uh, for everybody. And so it was felt that if we can make these changes and have at least doctor's offices accessible, that's the first start. And as Patrick mentioned, it's really just with, at the moment with new structures and with major renovations. Uh, ideally, it would be great to see over time that a doctor's office, anybody could walk in with whatever disability they have and then be able to see somebody. Uh, we have a ways to go to get there, so this is a good start, I, I feel. Well, I would suppose that in this case, having barriers for patients to visit their doctor would, would kind of defeat the purpose. Well, it doesn't help. One person we had is a physician herself who's in a wheelchair, and she supported the idea of recognizing that for her as a practicing physician in a wheelchair, she would need bigger space to get into, to see the patient, to be able to uh, properly examine the patient. Uh, it's not in the building code because it's furniture, but we did recommend in the notes uh, that doctors consider something like a hydraulic plinth. So it just on a push button, it can go up and down. And so people either in a wheelchair such as this physician could access the patient or other physicians who may be standing up, depending on the size of the patient, they can move it up and down uh, to their appropriate height. So ergonomically, it doesn't injure them. Well, did you ever have to turn patients away or do you know of doctors who had to turn patients away because of lack of accessibility in their offices? 
Uh, I'm just aware of patients saying, I couldn't go to see Dr. X because I can't get into his or her office. Now, John, my understanding is that the changes to the building code as they're being implemented now affect physical disabilities and auditory disabilities. What about visual disabilities? Well, at the present time, they are not in the code, but it is recognized that we need to make that addition. And uh, our colleagues uh, in the Alberta Municipal Affairs are working on this issue, especially the wording, uh, to get it so that it is acceptable to everybody. And hopefully that will happen soon. Now back over to you, Patrick. What does this mean for doctors? What do doctors need to know? What do they need to do? Doctors, if they're considering building a new room or space or renovating an existing room or space, they should make sure their consultants are aware of these new requirements. It's uh, subsection 385 in the National Building Code uh, 2019, Alberta edition. If the consultants are aware of it, all they have to do is simply look at what the new requirements are asking and then build that into their design at the early design stage rather than waiting for it to become a deficiency once the plans examiner reviews it for building code conformance. So it's just a matter of being proactive moving forward with respect to new construction and renovations. Now, Patrick, clearly there is a need for this with our aging population. Tell us more about the demographics. That's a great question, Marvin. Okay, so according to um, demographic projections, the proportion of seniors is expected to increase rapidly until 2031, when all the baby boomers will have reached the age of 65. Seniors could represent between 23 and 25% of the total population in 2036. And even um, within the next couple of years, it's expected that seniors over the age of 65 will outnumber people under the age of 14 for the first time in Canada's history. So when you think about it in those terms, accessibility and um, medical offices and examination rooms really becomes meaningful. All right. Thanks, Patrick. And over to you, John, for the last word. Hopefully, uh, physicians will be understanding enough to recognize that this is for the best interest of their patients in, in themselves as well from the point of view of being able to uh, treat patients with disabilities uh, without any cumbersome problems from their perspective. As I say, in this day and age, uh, the idea of uh, reducing barriers to access a group of people like physicians who most of us need will be considered a good idea. Clearly, there, there could be a little bit of an extra expense. Uh, we understand that, but in the long run, hopefully the overall understanding of inclusivity is really important. Well said. Well, at this point, I'm going to encourage the listeners to this podcast to go to our full online story about the building code changes and read up on the details. You'll be able to see exactly what this entails, as well as uh, other useful information. So at this point, I'll say, John, Patrick, thank you for having me here. Thanks again for tuning in to Alberta Doctors Digest, brought to you by the Alberta Medical Association. This has been just one of the many stories from the current issue of our online publication. You can read the entire publication at add.albertadoctors.org. See you next time.